0: Today's episode is brought to you by REI Blackbook. Receive a 14-day free trial plus access to two popular workshops to help you hit the ground running. Go to reiblackbook.com forward slash DPI to learn more. For using this special offer, you will receive a 14-day free trial to check out this amazing system for yourself. I have personally used this system for over six years, and it's helped me wholesale over 500 properties. That's right, over 500 properties. It's truly one of my secret weapons. So head on over to reiblackbook.com forward slash DPI to learn more about this amazing CRM and marketing platform. Again, that's reiblackbook.com forward slash DPI.
1: Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the discount property investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com. The most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in.
2: So you want to be a wholesaler. All right, all right. Let's jump on in, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about people that are brand new and they're thinking about getting into wholesaling and some of the things that I think and believe are really necessary to understand from the very beginning. Um, Also, some of the mindset that you kind of need to embrace and take on if you wanna be a wholesaler. So, first and foremost, the wholesaling business is more of a marketing business than it is an investing business. And the reason is, is because we are marketing to find motivated sellers. Once we get those properties under contract, we are marketing to sell those properties. And ideally, when we wholesale, uh, we don't have any of our own money invested. Maybe some earnest money, right? But sometimes not even. Uh, the goal with wholesaling is to flip houses with little to no money. And it's very possible to do deals with little to no money. Mike and I do it all the time. However, the caveat is, and this is what most people out there that are doing this business, especially those that are guru in and coaching, neglect to say, is that... The leads cost time and money, and that's where the expense comes into play, right? So can
1: you flip houses with little to no money, Mike? Yes, we have been doing it together for about four or five years. Thank you for the coffee. No problem. The reason, the reason I say we've been doing it with little to no money is because we reinvest almost everything, man. We don't pay ourselves a lot. We like to reinvest. We've been building a nice rental portfolio, and it's kind of the step two of, of the real estate investing Career business. That's right. Um, we're we're always looking to kind of move forward in our investing, and our career. So the the topic though today was what does it take to be a wholesaler, right, Dave? Yeah, and absolutely. You had mentioned it's a mindset thing, and that you need to understand you were um, you're going to be marketing. You're going to spend some money on marketing, not necessarily um, investing per se uh, in real estate but you are investing in your marketing. There is an expense to it. Um, One of the things that I like to talk about with mindset, when I first started wholesaling, I was working a nine to five and I had the employee mindset where you basically, you show up and you get paid. Like that's what most people expect to happen. It's like, hey, I go put in work and then I'm gonna get paid. Well, that's not true in wholesaling. That's not true in the entrepreneur mindset or the business owner mindset, you can work and work and work and work. And if you don't do the right thing, you don't get paid. You don't get paid. So again, it's, it's, um, it's not only learning that you are a marketer and learning that you need to get your message out there. It's accepting the fact that if you don't provide value to the market, if you don't um, do something that is worth something of value, you may not get paid. So it is. It's a very difficult lesson to learn, and a lot of people who get, I'd say, frustrated with wholesaling, or even have ups and downs in wholesaling, is they forget that is that you have to bring value.
2: Mm.
1: That's such a great point. Yeah. Bro. So so okay. Hey, so what are the ways that wholesalers bring value then? Yeah. Touch On that real quick. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's pretty simple, and we can go and we could talk about this probably for for hours on end as well. Wholesalers bring value in a few ways. One is they're cash buyers. So You come in and you're able to help someone uh, liquidate an illiquid asset. So a house is not very liquid, but you're able to help them sell it quickly. So you provide liquidity to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Another way that wholesalers add value is they buy the property as is so that a seller who may not have money to bring in and fix up a house to get that full retail, the full price out of the property, um, we're able to help somebody sell a house that isn't in nice shape. Uh, what's the other way, Dave is, uh, quick. Yeah. So quick. So it's the liquidity thing is really, I mean, that's, that's yeah. a big, that's a big portion I
2: mean, of the it. three things I always look at are it's quick, it's cash and it's, and it's as is quick. Okay.
1: And cash, they kind of go, sure. those
2: things kind of blend together a little bit. You know, I get that. Uh, but quick, you know, relatively quick. And when I say relatively quick, I'm talking, you know, three weeks, maybe four weeks, because traditionally speaking, selling a property is going to take you three to four months. Right. I mean, just on average, um, as is, you know, no, not required to make any repairs or do any cleaning or even clean out, no updates, no paint, like just as it sits. Um, and then the cash goes into the quick. It's part of it. But that does matter, though, because traditionally speaking, you it's going to be very difficult to get a loan on a property that needs a lot of work, especially if you don't have experience already or, you know, capital or something else to put up as collateral. So the cash is very important because a lot of properties, no bank will lend on them if they're just really, really destroyed or, you know, need a ton of work. So the fact that, you know, we have cash and quick, they kind of blend together, I get, but they're two totally separate things, right? But Mike, you're absolutely right. As a wholesaler, you have to understand that, You are going to that your main goal is just to offer convenience. And in return, you have to demand a discount. And I know it sounds weird saying, okay, well, if you demand a discount from everybody you talk to, most people are going to tell you that that's not going to work. Well, that's okay. That's that's the business, actually. This is a numbers game. And you have to make offers that align with wholesale pricing, right? You can't sell a, a deal to somebody if it's not a good deal. So that means that you got to get in at a great number and you're basically just, you know, making that spread. So the thing that I really just wanted to touch on in this particular episode here, Mike, or this topic Mm -hmm. is, you know, so you want to be a wholesaler. Well, that's great, but you need to understand that if you want to be a wholesaler, that you are going to be entering a marketing business. And if you decide to cherry pick, we love cherry picking, great, to rehab To rent, to rehab, to flip, or whatever that might look like to Airbnb, whatever that might be. Once you buy it and you start taking some risk, guess what? You're an investor now. But when you're in the wholesale mindset and the wholesale game, you are a marketer. And that's just the main thing that I think everybody needs to understand. So with that being said, right, you have to understand that A, you're a marketer, and then B... What kind of marketing do you plan on doing? And go do it. And that's the biggest, I think, disconnect. People say, okay, I get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna, be a wholesaler. 100%. I understand that this is the marketing game. And then nothing happens.
1: What's funny, so Why is that? What's funny, Dave, is I was actually really listening to you. And, you know, sometimes we kind of tend to, we of hear course. each other, but we're just kind of like in our own worlds waiting for our, our turn to speak or whatever. It really, really hit me, though, how important that is just now, is that. You are not an investor. And and we're not saying that to say, oh, you're not an investor. We're saying that as a wholesaler, don't think of yourself as a real estate investor. Think of yourself as a marketer. Absolutely. It's it's not necessarily that we're trying to say, oh, you're not an investor. Like, we're better than you because we buy around. That's not the point. No, not at all. All Mm -hmm. we're saying is in your mind, you have to materialize the fact that what you do is market. What you do to wholesale properties is advertise, is spend money. Or time, finding leads. And most of the finding, time, both. Yeah, usually both. Finding motivated sellers. Finding people who need your service. So that is, that's just huge, hugely important. Uh, really stuck out to me today. I don't know if it was just the the way you said it, but it, again, it just really clicks um, on why that's important. And again, it's not, we're not saying you're not a real estate investor. We're saying you're, in this instance need to think of yourself as a marketer because that is what you do. It's what you super, do. Super, super important. I don't that's know how right. many different ways to say it uh, to really, I don't know, to emphasize that it really just is driven home in, in this portion of our business too. So here's
2: why it's so important. You make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. And we say this, I think it's even in the intro or the outro of this podcast, mm-hmm. right? But that's, that is the most important thing. You make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. So – when I first started investing, you know, 15 years ago, 16 years ago at this point, um, I was paying retail for properties. I didn't know better. I was getting loans at, you know, 80%, putting down 20%. And I was parking money just because I'm terrible at saving. (laughs) And I thought it was a great strategy. And it was. But about five, six years ago, I realized that there was these people out there that were motivated to sell and that they would trade you a discount for a ton of convenience and ever since that i learned that and i started buying at a discount i will never pay retail for a property
1: again there's just no reason to do that you can't make money in this business doing i mean again with real estate what's so cool is that if your timeline is long enough so like as a rental investor you can cover up some of those little bumps some of those extra expenses if your timeline is long enough with real estate you're gonna make money I mean, it's almost it's almost a guarantee. Again, there's no guarantees in life, yada, yada, yada. But in the short term, I mean, to Dave's point, to make money from day one, to successfully wholesale a deal, to successfully burr a deal and get all your money back, or to successfully flip a deal, you have to get a discount. You have to get a good you price. you got to buy at a discount. You cannot pay retail. Add, I mean, again, very, very rarely you're going to be able to pay a full retail price, with the commissions on top of it, with all this other stuff, put in a new kitchen, flip it up, and then sell it retail again and make a profit. Yeah, the reason it's just is going to be it's so very
2: difficult, Mike, and I know you know this very well. It's very difficult to increase the value of a property solely on the rehab alone. Now, of course, you're going to increase the value. You put in 20, you're hoping it's going to be worth 30, put in 50. You're going to be hoping it's going to add an increase of value of 80 or 90. Absolutely, we get that. But what you had just mentioned brought a light bulb up in my head. What ends up happening is, yes, you increase the value over what you spend, but a lot of that increased value gets eaten up by the commissions and the seller concessions and time, right, and cost of your money. Absolutely. Right, So, so you can still make profits paying retailer close to it, But you're basically limiting your ability to make a profit, and at the same time, you're not doing anything to mitigate your risk, right? So to me, buying at a discount is the easiest way to mitigate your risk because you're still going to increase value by updating, but you don't have to rely on that and that alone. Mm -hmm. When you buy at a discount and you fix, you have two things on your side. You have the updates – Right. But you also have the fact that you didn't pay retail to begin with. And that, I think, is one of the most important aspects of wholesaling, because a lot of people, they just can't grasp that. And they, they, they think that they want to be in wholesaling. But then whenever it comes to actually doing the marketing or spending the money to do the marketing, they are absent. And then they wonder why they're not getting deals or doing deals. And that is why it's because they're not doing the marketing um, physically by cold calling, texting, door knocking, networking, whatever that might be, um, or by spending money on marketing, like sending out mail or doing bandit signs or, you know, radio advertisements or whatever that may look like, billboards even, right? Um, Postcards, letters, you name it. But they need to do those things to get their phone to ring. And here's the simplest way to look at this, Mike. You either pay to get your phone to ring, or you and your team have to ring phones. Mm. I mean, that's like, it seems so stupid, right? Yeah. Like, that is the most common sense thing, but guess what? People don't get it. They don't see that, right? So, if you're not spending money to market your message, to get your phone ringing, this thing needs to ring for you to get paid and do deals, right? Right. If it's not ringing, then you either need to do more marketing, which is going to cost money, or you need to trade time, which is totally fine as well, but you need to trade time doing something outbound to make somebody else's phone either ring or receive a text or an email or whatever that might be. And that's really it, right? So, you know, I don't want to beat this to death, but so you want to be a wholesaler. Let's just wrap this up. Understand, please understand that you have to take in the mindset that you are in the marketing business. And it's it's it. That's it. And what do we do? We trade convenience for a discount. And I tell my students all the time, if the seller isn't willing to give you a discount, maybe they're willing to give you a slight discount, but not a great discount. Well, it doesn't mean you shouldn't work with them. But you shouldn't go out of your way to provide all this crazy amount of convenience either. It's got to be an equal playing field. It's two-way street.
1: Yeah, well said. Anything you want to end on with that? Nope. Let me think. I don't think so, man. I mean, again, (laughs) you guys can be investors. But when you're a wholesaler, you are a marketer. You are a salesperson. Uh, That is your primary task as a wholesaler. Don't forget it, guys. This is the
2: marketing business. Signing
0: off.
2: Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever.